0: Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm a co-host, Colleen.
1: I'm also a co-host, Matt. And I am Vengeance. I am the knight. I am your third co-host, a dupe. <laughs> <laughs> it's good.
0: I don't even know what to <laughs> say. I think this is it. This is the podcast. We're done. See you in two to yeah. four weeks.
1: Well, this has definitely been an episode that sucked. Let's just get right into it, because there's no need for filler talk. Uh, This week we did uh, Batman Forever. Uh, For those of you who don't know, this is one of the miasma of 90s Batman. Batman, if you will. This is is not the Michael Keaton one. This is the Val Kilmer one. (laughs) Aren't there two Michael Keaton ones? Yes, there's two. I think okay. Michael Keaton got two, but... Uh, Please
0: tell me there was only one Val Kilmer one.
1: There was one Val Kilmer one. They replaced him with George Clooney next. Yeah, it, uh, but also... were
0: other people also in that movie? Or was it like a whole new cast?
1: No, Well, it's all new villains. You get Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, Uma Thurman is. We we discussed this. Oh, okay. I remember now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of good actors uh, in this movie, uh, but... I, you know, frankly, the fact that they were ever cast again and anything else afterwards is kind of a, a of a miracle. <laughs> it is.
0: Yeah. Do you think they've all just blocked this from their memory and like removed it from their IMDb pages yes. and just yes. pretend it didn't happen?
1: Hopefully, there's only one person in this movie who gives a performance that is consistent to their other performances, and that is Jim Carrey yeah that's exactly jim- what i said watching i was like jim carrey's the only one who like makes any sense and it's just because he is jim carrey <laughs> yes the riddler exactly uh so guys let's start off as as we usually do uh what is your relationship to batman forever I watched all of the 90s Batman movies growing up. The one I most distinctly remember is definitely the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Batman and Robin, the one with George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger and whoever plays Robin. Is, it the it same play, is guy? Robin
0: different or is he the same?
1: I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll fact check in a second. Um, I do not remember any of the plot beats of this movie, though I remember... Two Face and the Riddler, and oddly, the Riddler's final outfit—like he gets a <laughs> costume change for like some weird reason. Like, Batman and Robin he, has an
0: eleven gets... percent on Rotten Tomatoes, nice. an eleven percent.
1: He gets multiple costume changes, matt That's true, but he gets like an audacious one at the end that it's they try very, to. Like, it is. It is a look. It's a vibe.
0: Um, to confirm, it is the same person oh, as Robin. Perfect.
1: Glad they had that consistent. I think Robin might be the only one who carries over. Everybody else is Yeah, it looks re-cast. like
0: everyone else is new, but uh, Robin is...
1: I'm, Alfred might be the same, too. Oh, um, probably. But I, I also, more recently than my childhood, have rewatched the Tim Burton Batman movies, which are um, Batman, and I forget what the second Michael Keaton one with Danny DeVito as the Penguin is... Um, those are good movies so this being like a continuation of Tim Burton's Batman universe like should be okay oh it isn't guys
0: so I had never I don't think I'd definitely never seen this movie um I've seen probably a couple bat men (laughs) movies here and there. Um, Not really my shtick when I was a kid. I don't really, I mean, it's still not really my shtick. Although, I mean, I'll watch anything with Christian Bale in it. So I'm definitely like a, I've enjoyed The Dark Knight um, and whatever the other one was that he was in. Um, But I had not really, I hadn't seen this one and I'm not a huge like Batman fan. And I mean, I guess I am. I've seen a, a bunch of them and it's, at this point, I'm just over it. It's just like, how many times do we need to see Batman's backstory? Ugh.
1: Yes, yes. Another another feature player in this movie is the classic Batman flashback to explain a thing that literally everybody knows about already. Yep. It's,
0: Honestly. Yeah. This, uh,
1: this movie has every Batman idea in it, in a two hour movie. Yeah. Like it yeah. does every Batman beat yep. again or worse. Yep. Or multiple times sometimes. (laughs) Uh, It it really puts into perspective how uh, good the Batman, or Batman Begins is, uh, because Batman Begins is a reboot of this, and it it didn't, I mean, of Batman in general, but... uh, yeah, it's not like a crazy fever dream. So for my relationship to this movie, fever dream is actually the perfect way to describe it because there's a certain part of the nineties that I just, it's like, it all feels like it, it couldn't have possibly actually happened. And this is one of those things where you're like, how, how, how did these same people, like I, for example, Men in Black was one of my favorite movies growing up. Like, truly, like, as a kid, I loved Men in Black so fat, so much. And the fact that Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie and that movie is is obscene to me. It doesn't make any sense. It just, I feel like, that way
0: about Nicole Kidman, because, like, Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think she, I, she was excellent in it. And then to see her in this, and I was like, what are you doing there? Same with, I feel like this, I mean, I know Jim Carrey was in some... You know, a typical Jim Carrey movies. But I think overall, Jim Carrey's an excellent actor. So it's like you put all these good people together and you're like, they're bound to be good. It's bound to be a good movie, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh,
1: Jesus. like I, The 90s fever dream is a good descriptor because it's like there's no way that this could have possibly have happened. I actually like the comic bookiness of the sort of tim burton stylized batmans and like how ridiculous gotham is but this movie just does everything bad Mm -hmm. like there's no point of it where that even pays off and they have like this weird tonal disconnect and then it just makes me think of how like blockbuster movies have just gotten so much better so much like this was this i think i saw this was the sixth highest growth grossing movie this year so a hit effectively so so almost everyone probably saw this movie and it's like, God damn. Not you, even saw the movie. Can you imagine if this money. came out now?
0: Oh, no. Yeah.
1: yeah. You could definitely... Uh, some, some interesting things I saw just as a as a tonal thing. You could see the toys. Like, the fact that, that in the last scene they needed both a plane and a boat is clearly indicative of the fact that they wanted to sell both a plane and a boat. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else to it but that. Yeah. Um, the Usher sure oh, had they- the plane. Yeah, I, I, it, what was very interesting to me is that, like, yes, these come off the Tim Burton movies, which you know obviously have that comic booky style, but are much more grounded than these. And uh, these feel like almost like Adam West Batman, like uh, more campy. But it's even not doing campy particularly well. Like it, it struggles between like a strange sort of grittiness and campiness that it, it never hits the right tone. <laughs> It really just failed. Like every scene is a complete miss. It's I was a-
0: absolutely laughing out loud, but not at the jokes or the move. Like it was like a it was like a pity laugh. Like I feel yeah. bad for these people in this movie right now, even though they're not experiencing what I'm experiencing right now. But like I I just like couldn't. I would just constantly laugh and then look over at Matt with like the most like pissed off, irritated. I can't believe you guys made me watch this. We could have been watching Liar Liar.
1: Uh, And I actually actually fell asleep during the climax of this movie and had to rewind and watch it to figure out. They're like out. 18. Also, god, we were two like two
0: hours yeah, long. Yeah, we are like 45
1: minutes into the movie. I was like, oh, glad they're finally so, getting to the end of it. So long. Such a long movie. Okay, let's let's get into this hunk of junk. I took three pages of notes and oh I stopped. Oh my god. Uh, there were little pages but uh, yeah, and then I, I had to stop. I was like, this is hurting me physically. Uh, let's start off with just first note, even the title card is extra where the names fly in and then they zoom across the screen again. What a stupid choice! Who don't... made this? Oh my god! The first two lines of this movie, you know, it's going to be a bad movie. Yeah, oh, oh right, I don't what oh, they
2: are there's no
1: redemption. Oh, so the movie starts off with "Shall I pack you a sandwich, sir?" from Alfred, and then he says, "I'll grab drive-through or something of the sort,"
2: and then, gets and in then this fucking rockets Bat-Mobile. off in god. the weird
1: Batmobile with yeah. a flappy tail on the top like i hate yeah. that the Batmobile does not look rigid oh it's so rubbery it's so <laughs> very rubbery <laughs> I um I did you it. guys watch the trailer for the batman no okay uh it, it's the the new batman that will be coming out oh, oh yeah, yeah, never yeah. Mind, never yep.
2: mind, yeah 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 uh
1: starring uh robert pattinson as batman and there's a scene in the trailer where uh Somebody walks up to Batman and Batman just brutally crushes his face in with multiple punches to the face. Like, it's, it's quite violent. And all I could think of after he said, I think I'll get drive through," is like a hard cut to that scene of him just <laughs> brutally beating somebody up. It's like, yeah, a lot of different Batmans in existence here. <laughs> um, another pretty quick, terrible line is a hot entrance. Uh, where he swings into the scene and yep. meets Nicole Kidman and her literally her first lines of dialogue are hot entrance. She is a total smoke show in this movie. So <laughs> yeah. you, She's you so can say a total when, whenever show. she walks in, but yeah not- the other
0: thing about that whole scene where she what their first dialogue dialogue is it's just genuinely bad dialogue like they were trying to play off of each other like oh look they're finishing each other's sentences and it was so poorly done oh my god yeah, it was painful. truly
1: nothing truly feels foul. natural i could have done movie. better
0: than that in like a high school musical and i'm it's- i have no professional training
1: it's so obscene to me, yeah. That th- these people, it's like have you spoken to a person before? Like You can what convince gr- me that they all shot this movie alone and then just edited together all of the lines, because there is no candor or Rapport, chemistry yeah. or like camaraderie. It's just so stiff and uncomfortable the entire right, movie. Right. It reads like one of the Star Wars prequels, but at least then they had the excuse that they literally weren't with each other they were all on green screen exactly like talking to like men in like green tights like this was like i mean there's obviously poor cgi elements in this movie as well because it's a mid-90s movie but yeah it's all real people and an interesting direction for two-face
0: yeah i I guess
1: our main villain oh Mm. yeah okay so the the first sequence here is them fighting two-face he's trying to rob a bank uh yeah it's tommy lee jones uh and it's just clearly the joker i mean like clearly. okay the, okay yeah.
0: i was asking matt this because i was like i the only time i've ever seen two-face is uh in uh, dark night dark night and so that was my image of what two-face is so then when two-face came on i was like is this supposed to be the joker and then i saw his face and i was like oh no that's definitely supposed to be two-face but why is he literally portrayed exactly like the Joker is?
1: I couldn't tell you. It That's makes like zero not sense. in
0: the comics, right? Like, I he's a different personality in the comics than Joker. Yes. Yeah,
1: he's a very distinct personality. But from he's supposed to have Joker. this like very binary good and evil and right, rely and heavily very, on the coin.
0: It, yeah, he seems like lawful evil is like what uh, the vibe yes. I should be getting from him. And I was getting a lot of chaotic evil and I did right. not like it. It's
1: it. 100% just like they, they pumped a ton of Joker into him. And they give him the coin because that is like his thing. And all he does is just flip it before executing people and then flip it multiple times if he's already made up his decision like
0: yeah i hated it
1: it was just so bad and this whole like bank scene makes zero sense like they're trying to trap batman so they find a vault that is on rails and then that is apparently liftable by a helicopter that yes makes what is no this sense. vault that they've made that's transportable um Yeah, no, but the the wackiest thing about this scene, there's one thing that is truly god-awful about this scene, is the fucking bank guard they lock in that cell is the worst actor on Earth. Oh, no!
2: Oh,
1: Oh, no! My shoes are melting! My shoes are... Wow, my shoes are melting! Uh, Or, oh, it's boiling acid! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... You forget (laughs) such great lines. I can't... that batman's only escape route from this is his hearing aid to pick the like lock to the vault sure ba- yeah we saw all of his bat accoutrement in the yeah. in the beginning sequence and none of, nothing could get him out of this vault. no that guy is like did somebody win a contest to be in a batman movie
0: it's i mean i'm not saying like
1: every it, performance in this movie though
0: but his yeah. was particularly bad. It was
1: it was bad. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but the whole movie is just so awkwardly acted. Yes. Like why? There's there's only one thing I liked about this scene. And it's something, only because it reminds me of a better Batman property, which is the fact that all of Two-Face's goons are themed like Two-Face reminds me of the Batman Arkham Asylum Arkham City series of games in which that's how you know you're fighting different types of gangs. Right, is they're all themed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of, that's, in a better movie, that would be like funny and interesting. (laughs) But no, then that extends to every villain in the movie, where it's like every part about them is an extension of their costume. Like his layer is good and evil, and then yeah. the Riddler's whole layer is like tricks and question marks. It's like, God damn, just take a breath. Like, yeah. Uh, so so Bruce gets the vault back, and. Two-Face gets away. That's the end of this scene. So Bruce, I call exactly. him Bruce because I... Is, is it even a Batman movie? Fuck this movie. Anyway. Also, Val Kilmer, not a good Batman. His face looks weird in the mask. He does yes. not have the jawline to be Batman. No. Uh, Everyone would know Bruce Wayne is Batman if yeah. it were Val Kilmer.
0: Because his mouth is so specific.
1: And it, it he looks a little cross-eyed in the mask, right? Yeah. And, and he has the problem that a lot of batmans have particularly batmans of this era which is that the actual physical construction of the cowl the iconic cowl when you put that into real life does not allow you to turn your head side to side yeah sorry. so much so that they made a plot point out of it in the dark Knight. <laughs> yeah but like this i mean they joke about the suit being rubber and then there's a gratuitous shot of his ass when he's putting on like his prototype suit at you, the end of the, the i like that the the initial suit does have nipples and the yeah. prototype suit does not have nipples yeah that's what so he cut out you upgrade. haven't tested the prototype you don't have nipple <laughs> nipple in this. um no but like they notice, or they call out that the suit is just like a bunch of rubber like what would this do like i yeah us. Conceivably nothing. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, it really makes you just appreciate. I almost feel like we should have done this paired with like Batman Begins, but there, there's a wealth of Batman content out there, uh, of which we'll do good episodes later, I'm sure. But I just, uh, I, I mean, we're we're just past the opening sequence. We're barely even past it. We're still in it. Yeah. I was just shocked by how bad this movie was. It's yeah. so right You know, the, the, the drive-through rot line? Because I was going into it. I was like, you know what? Maybe there will be parts of this movie that are good. And the, they did the drive-through line. And I was like, okay, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe exactly. Not. Like my, my expectations were set perfectly right, right at the start of the movie. I was yeah, like, yeah. well, they're probably not going to redeem it from here. And if you know, anything, it got
0: worse. I think... Even if, okay, so we all know that the dialogue is terrible and the acting is terrible, but even if that's, like, I, if there was a redeeming quality about the movie, if the storyline made sense, if there were less villains, like, it felt very jumbled, too. So it's like, even if everyone acted perfectly, the, the movie still would have been shit. Because the storyline just didn't make sense. And it went on forever. Well,
1: by Batman's standards, there aren't even that many villains in this movie. There are only two
0: it's not even that it's too many villains. It's too many people that they're introducing. They they give you Batman's backstory. They give you Robin's backstory. No, they yet. give you two. It's faces incoherent. Backstory. It's I'm, so much.
1: I'm saying like even with limited villains and really limited like complexity to their drive, it still fails. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 truly it's truly quite bad uh, in multiple ways. Well, it also just doesn't it doesn't understand the concept of a villain at all really it's just like oh here's just a collection of people who have ill intent towards other people it's well, like I, I that's it, it, it totally like encapsulated in how they do two faces backstory where bruce wayne is watching the news and they show the courtroom scene where mahoney throws the acid on two face and scars him for life and he's like and since then, he's vowed to kill the Batman for ruining his whole life. It's like, okay. That's like. Well, also, what? Batman was in the courtroom, which is such a like wild take. Yes. It's like the, the still frame of Batman jumping over people to try and get in the way to block the acid. Like Batman's testimony is uh, applicable in the court of law. Like, like the defense now calls Batman to the stand. You know, like you can't do that. But yeah, this uh, movie just like tries like to cram so much in and fails with everything. Right, right. Kind uh, of like uh, us
0: with our podcast timing. Yeah,
1: I I said I sent the message mid movie. This episode will be seventeen hours. There's no right. way. I also love that this timing, is the I first said. time we're doing no, Batman. Meant- oh, okay. Sorry, go uh, ahead. I also love that this is the first time we're doing Batman on this podcast. <laughs> this it's is the intro one. to Batman. <laughs> Yeah, it, we're like
0: almost what forty episodes in. Yeah, it
1: fits the title really well. I mean, we're yeah. starting.
0: We, we got to start from the bottom so that we could get. To uh, if
1: we were, if we really started from the bottom, we would have started with Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah, it, it, oh, it gets I guess, worse. I guess yeah. it was.
0: A, a, this was like a thirty-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and 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 Batman and Robin is eleven percent.
1: The fact that there are conceivably people out here who like this movie is. is is wild to me, and I hope to never meet them. Uh, let's let's keep going. So, uh, Batman doesn't catch Two-Face, Two-Face gets away. Then we cut to Bruce Wayne touring Wayne Enterprises, and this is where we are introduced to the only actor in the movie, Jim Carrey, playing Edward Nigma, aka the Riddler, who's building a device that beams television directly into people's heads. There's a very strange interaction between jim carrey and val Kilmer. i uh, sorry edward Nigma and val Kilmer, because jim carrey's acting val Kilmer is not
0: <laughs> to be <laughs> fair though this is definitely the worst acting that jim carrey has in the whole movie i feel like it was very overdone whereas later it was overdone and cheesy whereas later it's just cheesy
1: well like the whole batman villain archetype is like person on the fringe of society has something tragic happen to them that pushes them into insanity. Like, he is already insane as a scientist and then zaps some people's IQ somehow and then goes off the rails. Like, it doesn't... There's no, like, sympathetic arc to it. So you're already kind of like, well, this dude's obviously going to be a villain. Right, right. So he's building this device bruce wayne says no that he doesn't want to fund that device or work with it's weird because he's like trying to pitch the project to his boss and wants his boss to partner up with him but it's like dude you already worked for wayne enterprise that shit's his anyways like yeah you don't understand like maybe because i've taken some classes on intellectual property but like that shit already belongs to bruce wayne you did yeah, it, it on company matter. time yeah <laughs> also like what is, I know, I'm getting into like the finer
0: details of why. No, this that is a fair sense. point. That is a fair <laughs> is, point. Is
1: Wayne Enterprises in Batman like equivalent to like an Amazon, where it's like it's everything? Like they make your TV, they make your car. Like, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like GE. Like, okay, oh, they kind of do everything because Amazon's yeah, yeah. a little too modern.
0: Yeah. If we
1: remake Batman. Yeah, it'll be like Amazon and gotcha. Batman will be Jeff Bezos. And th- this will be when Batman's released as an Amazon original. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay, because like that was also weird to me. It's like, why is this dude working on like a weird hologram TV thing? I, <sighs> yeah, it's a it's a very, very strange sort of direction. Uh, yeah, so Jim Carrey uh, gets fired is this where he gets fired yeah this is where he gets fired he gets fired um and he uses his device on his boss before getting fired and steals part of his iq decides to be evil kills his boss pretends the death is a suicide all very standard um all right two two observations i'm not ready to move on that fast sure 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 one I hate all of the, like, weird, like, be afraid of technology stuff that this movie tries to do because it doesn't do particularly well. But then anytime they're in the hologram, it's just, like, very unsettlingly weird. Like, (laughs) I don't really understand what they're trying to go for for the imagery, but this whole scene is, like, a VR fishing experience or 3D fishing experience. That makes me very uncomfortable for whatever reason. And then two, does the stealing its the IQ thing like really ever pay off? Like the Riddler never seems more intelligent or like unbeatable. It does not. It, yeah, that was one of my uh, one of my definite points is that it never does pay off that he steals intelligence. I I got my order a little mixed up, so I'll, we'll step back to the Riddler in a second, but. The reason Bruce Wayne has to leave that scene is because he sees the bat signal. And so he goes to his office to suit up into the bat suit. Oh, his yeah. secret codes answer? are uh, door and chair. Terrible <laughs> secret codes. How, like, he would be talking in a meeting and instantly jettisoned off into the floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be like, Wow, Bruce, nice do- chair. Yeah, can you close the door? And then suddenly the fucking the- bat suit appears, whatever it was the door.
1: It he's was, like, oh I was, gotta
0: adjust my chair as he's sitting in it. Boom, he's shot off into yeah, his He shot his off cave. into the
1: ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, he the reason he got called away is because Nicole Kidman was horny AF and wanted to fuck Batman. Excuse me, Chase Meridian was horny AF. I'm sorry. People who act in this movie will get their character names. Okay. People who don't act in this movie will be referred to as they're actor names, so Nicole Kidman wanted to fuck Val Kilmer. The direction for Nicole Kidman must have been just like you're horny AF. Like yeah, end of end of pitch. Like that yeah. is this character. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Great job on that scene. Great job on that scene. Can we do it again, but wetter? You know, <gasps> wetter, Nicole. Damn, Nicole. Nicole, it's a problem for you.
0: Nicole, we're gonna need you to channel some WAP right now. Yeah. Thank you.
1: I'm going to need, we're going to mop up the set afterwards. So just you get it as what well as you need. Poor girl. It's like Val Kilmer in this like weird rubber suit. Like, that's supposed to be what you're working off of. So unfuckable. That is just a wildly unfuckable costume. And
0: she's so fuckable. You
1: know? She's wearing lingerie on the roof of this building and a jacket and puts and it and back on when Commissioner Gordon comes up and is like, nothing's happening here. <laughs> So that was why he got called away from Edward Nygma, though, was because Nicole Kidman did, did want to fuck. Then we get to the scene where the Riddler steals his boss's brain juice and kills him. Sorry, I got the order a little mixed up uh, there. I- My note from the scene was with different music and slightly different shot composition, the Riddler could be legitimately horrifying as a villain during these scenes. Obviously, there's a certain level of Jim carrey where if you toned it down a little bit, Just a skosh. And then change the music, change the lighting a little bit. This could have been like fucking, oh, this guy has got insane. But yes, he does not use his increased brain power for anything in this movie. It's like the screenwriters just forgot that that was a thing that they came up with.
0: Nor does it seem to impact anybody that's IQ is supposed to be lowering.
1: No, it doesn't permanently lower them when it's off, I don't think. I think it's like he's able to tap into a shared conscience but you're fine after the device is off they do pay it off at the end because he gets like overloaded and kind of disfigured but then returns to normal in the final like right before the credits roll i don't know um it's really bizarre and he's also there's a scene where he tries to come up with what his bad guy identity is but he's already sending riddles with big fucking question marks on it, like immediately. Yeah, you've already picked your aesthetic, man. Like you can't change it up halfway through the game.
0: <laughs> question mark, man? And you're like, dude, you've literally sent two riddles already.
1: Yeah, you've already nailed riddles, man. You can't just switch it up and be like, maybe I'll be Calendar Man now.
0: Like that Calendar scene Man, real been villain. Fine just before happened, the riddles. If it had happened right after he killed his boss. And before he left his first riddle, he could have been like, hmm, what's my persona? Oh, I know, riddles. But it really made no sense. But that even in the intrigued.
1: scene where he kills his boss, he says his iconic line of riddle me this. And he doesn't say it ever again. He doesn't even say it to Batman. It's so fucking dumb. This <laughs> is like- so poorly executed on every level. Also the riddles don't pay off. The numbers at god, I'm just going to jump ahead. The numbers in the riddles end up being the real riddle and it's Mr. E, Mr. Enigma. Like are you fucking kidding me? Like you wouldn't see Jim Carrey and then see the Riddler and be like, well, <laughs> that's also, pretty obvious. Just not how Mr. works. He'd yeah. be Mr. N. Yeah. Mr. Enigma. You don't call people Mister Edward like yeah, that, that's true. A bit. <laughs> uh, so true. Well, they I think they do it more. It's like, oh, what's a na- another name for mystery? An enigma? Sure. It's, it's stupid. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> uh, okay, so we introduce the Riddler kills his boss. Uh, he drops a clue off at Bruce Wayne's Manor. Uh, we find out that the boss is dead. The Riddler staged it as a suicide, but he drops a clue off at the body and at Bruce Wayne's manor. So Bruce Wayne goes to see Nicole Kidman, uh, sorry, Val Kilmer goes to see Nicole Kidman to be like, hey, what's up with this person? Uh, Nicole Kidman, terrible psychiatrist, immediately refers to the Riddler as a wacko, uh, Fucking what? <laughs> yeah.
0: And that joke is in the movie twice.
1: Twice, twice. Same joke. It, it's what we in the business call a callback. It's just usually you're supposed to feel good about a callback. Yeah, you're supposed as to call opposed... back
0: something funny.
1: Yeah. It's not like you call back just a thing that happened earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do pay off the IQ thing because he's like, oh, it's this exact handwriting and sentence structure. That was the only time. Sorry. Yeah. The the wacko thing is just like horribly out of touch and weird and the thing that bums me out about this is jim carrey gives a well he gives the same performance in a lot of movies but he gives the same performance as dr eggman in the recent sonic the hedgehog movie but it's actually like kind of good in the sonic the hedgehog movie it like it works because the rest of sonic the hedgehog is like adapted to fit that or as this movie is just like oh we'll just let him act this way and everybody else will just kind of live with it
0: yeah it feels like it feels like it was really trying to toe the line between like an action movie and a comedy and I did not like it I
1: don't think there's a single joke that was funny
0: no but it was it was no Jim I'm not Perry disagreeing with you acting in it the same way he would in Ace Ventura and you're like but it's not the same type of movie you can't act the same way uh. no
1: Should be illegal. Uh, So uh, after hitting on Nicole Kidman and uh, almost revealing that he's Batman, uh, because he tries to do that like four times throughout this movie, uh, he invites Nicole Kidman to the circus. Uh, So sexy. So sexy. (laughs) You like bats? Fucking whatever her name is. Nicole Kidman. Oh, that's a Rorschach test. You see whatever you want to see. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Bitch, that's a bat. (laughs) Fuck, you kidding me? One, it's a bat. Two, if that's going to be your response and you're not like, so you're Batman, huh? Immediately. Like,
0: God, it's movie... she's already seen Batman. She's seen the Val Kilmer fucking mouth. You know this what I mean? This movie
1: has no fucking right. Right. It's like other movies have gone out of their way to show how Bruce Wade is not like how no one would ever believe that bruce wayne is batman because oh look at how irresponsible he is he couldn't possibly be batman this movie doesn't do that bruce wayne is nothing he's uh because val Kilmer's not acting so he's not a character really at all uh so it yeah he could easily be batman and he has the same fa- face and the same stupid kind of cross eyes as val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah Val Kilmer just like enters rooms and just like stares he's just like yeah I don't know it's that makes it, really it's sense. truly awful cool. so they go to the circus uh and at the circus we're introduced to the flying Grayson's a series of trapeze artists the youngest Grayson is Richard Grayson they don't go with Dick Grayson that is his name Dick Grayson it's Robin he goes by Dick though it's important um the youngest Grayson, who is clearly, like, 30 years old. I mean, like, goddamn.
0: <laughs> when they were, like, they brought up, like, oh, we'll, we'll have to, we, we want to avoid social services. I was like, I'm sorry, this is a 25-year-old man. I don't, there's, this is not a child that would need social services called and on And
1: later, yes, later they say, like, oh, shouldn't you be Dick Grayson, college student? And he's like, no, I, I want to be your sidekick or some d- bullshit. But it's, he's a grown man. <laughs> It's like he's closer to like social security than he is birth. Like <laughs> exactly, it's like fucking wild. <laughs> also, I are is Robin a trapeze artist in his regular? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the way that Dick Grayson's origin originally works is yes, they're part of the trapeze. Um, a series of mobsters are intimidating the circus owner to try to get money and the circus owner refuses so the mobsters sabotage the trapeze that his parents are on and they fall to their death during a trapeze act okay well that's a better one i actually don't have too much of a problem with this scene like in terms of the whole movie it's like probably one of the more just like fine comic book movie set pieces the only two things that I need to call out is one where Batman Val Kilmer stands up and shouts, I'm Batman, and no one reacts because it's apparently no so is. loud that you can, Nicole Kiman is just right loud, fucking next to him. It's she would too know. loud. It's just too loud. <laughs> no, it's too loud. Sorry. Yeah. And then I, I understand that this is trying to be like a comic book movie, like in the sense that it's like a comic book come to life. But the bomb just being a big orb. <laughs> the bomb is perfect. With a you know, clock truly on it. It's the worst thing. With apparently like 200 sticks of TNT or whatever, and fucking Dick Grayson could just like kick it off the <laughs> roof, like into <laughs> the water, and it's just totally fine. Like, yeah, the only way it would have been better is if he actually punted it when yeah. he got a fun <laughs> What the. Like, again, and this is maybe the best scene in the movie by my estimation. Yeah. Yeah. because it's just like inoffensive aside from those things keep in mind and uh, this is this is gonna be a hot take here but i'm not the biggest fan of the dark knight rises and the dark knight rises also ends with a cartoon spherical bomb (laughs) (laughs) that's true batman must take out of the city it's done much more realistically but that shit's the same fucking scene, and you can't define it. <laughs> that's true. that's very the, true. The problem is, Batman doesn't kick the bomb out of a fucking metal circus tent in the Dark Neck Rises into no, the ocean, no. and it blows up like a fucking firecracker. Like, it's a nuke in that movie. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All um, right. We're maybe 15 minutes into this movie, 40 minutes into the episode, so. That's fine. We're working on it. Uh. <laughs> It's going to take some time. We got to parse through these emotions. Uh I yeah. stopped taking notes. I've got another like little sheet of notes the. This working. is where you stop? This is- <laughs> not not yet. I stop at um the Dias de los Muertos fight. Uh, oh my <laughs> that's God. where I stop. <laughs> okay, we we got a little bit to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um so Robin's parents die uh, because it's crazy because this movie he shoots a gun at them. Which breaks the wires, and they fall to their death. The gun, a lethal implement in and of itself. But you can't do that because this is, what, PG? PG-13? I don't know, it's, it's a little too fucky to be just PG, right? Like, it, there's too much sexual energy in this Well, game I right? thought he flipped the coin and got the wrong thing, but then shot the wires. Did he? I, I don't know. I, See, I thought that's... he said... I no, he said it's gonna be my sort of day, I thought when he flips the coin. And so he shoots the wires to kill. oh uh, see, I maybe I miss misremembering it. I thought he lost and then adding to the fact that he's not two face in this movie, he he's then shoots the, the wires. It doesn't work either way, if he wins or loses shooting the wires. Because if he wins and shoots the wires, why didn't you just shoot him with the gun? If he loses, then he's not supposed to kill them. But whatever all three of the Grayson's die and leave Robin orphaned. They they also do something that they do several times in this movie at later points of time where they will cut to something happening in slow motion, but then cut away and everything else is happening in real time. So they fell in slow motion, but there was a series of scenes cut in there of people moving normally, uh, which is just fucking whack ass direction. In, but okay, fine. That happens. It doesn't they all work. Die. Yeah. Um, And then we we cut to the scene where a 30-year-old man is forced to become Bruce Wayne's ward (laughs) for some reason. It's actually better if he is, like, 30 years old and he's like, I'm leaving, of course. Like, I have a wife and kids and a mortgage. (laughs) It makes way more sense if he's just an adult and he's like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm not going to stay. What? (laughs) But no, he's... I don't know. I mean, we've talked about adults playing teenagers before, but this is gratuitous. This is the this most egregious because they don't even try. The dude has fucking sideburns. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, it's bad.
1: He's, he's just such a grown man. Um, but I, I do love Batman, uh, or rather Val Kilmer's <laughs> passive aggression routine with Al, uh, where they... He's like, well, you could have, you know, if somebody fixed these up, I guess they could have them. And then Alfred walks out with like this perfectly dressed burger. And he's like, oh, well, I, g- I hope the dogs are hungry. I'm like, what is the fucking comedy routine these two are pulling?
0: Clearly an old married couple. <laughs> but I yeah. also don't.
1: So so Batman is doing this because he's like, oh, it's like me. And I need to take care of this kid to make him not not fucked up. And then Alfred's like, Psh, we got Batman too here. Gonna groom him to become Batman, <laughs> like, like what is that? Oh, God damn! I, I can't. I need more alcohol for this one. I think. Yeah, I can't stop thinking yeah. about
0: how I just want a Joseph Gordon-Levitt Robin movie.
1: It would have been good. It, it would have been something. I mean, I, I feel like they they kind of talked themselves out of the Robin thing. Cause see, that movie does the fact that he is a grown ass adult better. Because it's just like, yeah, this is a grown man. Like, he's not just going to be your sidekick forever. I was just
0: thinking, like, I think even, I think, I feel like Joseph, I don't know how old Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, but it's at least 40. And I'm thinking, like, he could absolutely play a 15-year-old kid better than this guy.
1: Yes. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, We get our, this is where we get our obligatory Batman's parents are dead scene. Yep. so we we do that. Yeah, plot twist: Batman's parents are dead.
2: Wha- um, what?
1: Yeah. What? Then we we cut to a Batman gets ambushed by the by Two Face, who's dressed as an old lady pushing a cart, and I'm not entirely sure why he's on the street. I don't know if I missed it or if it just wasn't justified at all. And Batman was patrolling in his car, um, but he. Ambushes Batman and uh, tries to kill him. Yeah, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Like, does anything happen with that scene?
2: No.
1: No, it's it's really it's just it's just Two Face does this, and this sets up Two Face being upset. And that's when the Riddler shows up. Yeah, and it's, it's like. Either, well, it's I can only help that you
0: get And it. then showing off that Batman's wheels uh, on his car can turn sideways. That was the whole point of this whole scene. Like is that when he clarinet. drives up, yes, up the
1: building? So, yep. my. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, this is where he drives up the building. So, my. <laughs> I'll talk about it in, in a broad sense, because this is my note for this scene and the next scene, and this is why I eventually stopped taking notes, is uh, Batman ambush scene is genuinely so dumb. It's funny because I cut out some words, but then I took the time to write genuinely. Because I wanted to emphasize that, and then for the next scene, everything is two about faces this movie is so dumb. fucking dumb. I'm,
0: so I'm, two scenes in a row. I don't row. know if I'll ever be able to get over you guys making me watch this. While we were watching this, I thought to myself, and then I said out loud to Matt later, "I would rather be watching Scary Movie than watching this." And I gave Scary Movie the worst rating that yeah, I've our, ever our given poor anything. fucking
1: rating scale at the end.
0: God, this was painful. I just, the other thing is that it was two hours long. How can this movie be two hours? Like, it was 1990, what, 7? 95? 95. Like, movies weren't two hours back yes,
1: then. Yes, they were. Jurassic Park was two hours. Okay, then. but That's Jurassic like Park was two years before a, this movie. It
0: was a good movie.
1: But I'm pretty sure Schindler's List is a little of this movie. That's like a three-hour movie. Oh, okay.
0: Don't give me- Okay, but I'm saying like Just an saying, an it's not like
1: movie. it's unheard of that they made picture, moving pictures, talkies longer than- t- Matt! Matt is just saying this do that movie next. is at least as good as next Shitless List. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow um, that would be less depressing. Know, again, I, I hate to railroad every fucking thing, but every scene is something so egregious that I can't let it go. Yeah, the, the, fact the that,
0: car driving up the wall is pretty bad.
1: The car driving up the wall for Batman to escape is inexcusable.
0: It's just like he lassos something on top of the building, and you're like, I'm sorry, is the Batmobile 12 pounds? But because then the he also has like-
1: a jet on the bottom to lift Ugh. the car like to 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 90 degrees to go up the wall.
0: God.
1: And he just drives up the wall. Short. It's
0: like the... Dr- you wouldn't be able to drive if you mm-hmm. need. OK, first of all, if you need a lasso to be able to get your car to drive at a 90 degree angle, you wouldn't be able to just hit the gas and just drive upwards. There's still I'm fucking I'm pretty gravity. sure
1: they don't pay off what happens when he gets to the top of the building. No. I'm pretty sure they cut away before he gets off no, that. Just the last yeah. bit
0: of the scene is just the neighbors all looking up. No. As yeah, okay, Batman that's what I was thinking the about this. And then, like, there's no. How did he get the car down? What happens next? Where did he go? Is there a fucking driveway at the top of this roof?
1: I think. The, yeah, the most buck wild part of as that they, scene they, is the neighbors yeah, looking they at turn the camera a to show side. it would it's, be from that perspective. The Two Face scene is also fucking wild where it's like he is somehow like two people, like heaven and hell. Like that is his whole mythos. Sure. Again, uh, for Colleen's reference, not a thing. And also poor Drew Barrymore. Not a thing ever before this or ever after this. Yeah, I mean, Drew Barrymore's eyebrows. Drew Barrymore can get it.
0: Uh, I don't even. It. She can, she's easily a 10 and the eyebrows make her maximum 6.5.
1: I could ignore the eyebrows. They're
0: so bad.
1: Kali and I I legitimately have no idea Oh what my you're god, of
0: course about. you don't. oh man.
1: <laughs> Did not even notice. They're bad. They're oh, literally I, like it looks
0: like they shaved her eyebrows off and then just drew on eyebrows with a thin pencil.
1: They might have done that. That, that might have done that, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that is a thing that people do. His, like, weird... They they also, again, something that they introduce, similar to the IQ stealing, but never really pay off. Like, him being, like, an angel and a devil in one person. Like, except for the fact that half of his face is purple and half of his suit is weird looking. Yeah. Like, that is not how he acts. It also doesn't make... It's so fucking bad. Like... No, you know what? That's actually just it. It's just, it's just so low quality. Yeah. It's just such garbage. This movie cost, a, what, $100 million or oh some my shit like that? Fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, $100 million yeah, and, is the budget for this and movie. And this is also where Two Face and Riddler get introduced. Right. Uh, yeah. Riddler. for Riddler's wearing a lot of makeup. Yep. Like a lot of makeup to the point where you could see it around yep. the mask, like the line where the makeup is that's a lot of it. I mean, like Jim Carrey does not need to wear that amount of blush. It's all I'm saying. He's like, it's such a weird aesthetic choice. Uh, and then so he he pitches this whole plan. Uh, and th- there's kind of a montage cut together here. At one point in time, we do see Robin doing uh, laundry karate. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Um, glad
1: Glad we didn't forget about the laundry karate scene no man laundry karate karate was right before i stopped taking notes so we did yeah we get a a quick montage (laughs) we get the plan that they're gonna produce the brainwave stealing box and that the riddler is going to figure out where batman is through this box um yeah the crazy thing is the plan works like really quickly it's like they just settle it all in a montage like he starts a company he gets all of these boxes in people's houses it like all happens and then Super there's a giant quickly. green aura going to a giant question mark island in the middle of the ocean, and people are like, "Yeah, it's fine." Definitely not yeah. the Ridley. In a in a in a competent movie, it, it starts with Edward Nigma as a business owner and as a competitor to Wayne Enterprise, and then at some point in time, you flash back to Bruce Wayne saying yep. no to the technology, exactly, like. It's it's such yeah a strange you like you film. get like a scene where Bruce Wayne is walking through Wayne Enterprises and there's like a desk covered in dust and he's like wait whose desk was this, uh oh, yeah you get something like that. This movie no, it's so ham-fist with everything that you get laundry fucking karate. Right, right, right. And if the whole if you want to force the idea that like Bruce Wayne is struggling between being Bruce Wayne and Batman. Which is a thing that they do in other better movies, then you put that as an emphasis point where it's like, oh, the reason Edward Nigma got fired was because you weren't focusing on Bruce Wayne stuff and he got fired, and now this is you reaping what you're sowing. Like, Bruce Wayne has responsibilities too. I'm not a screenwriter, but I could tell it's like, just a more competent storyline. <laughs> it's just not even hard. Off like, the bat. Basically, just do everything the opposite of what this movie does and you have a good movie
0: i feel like we're not spending enough time on the laundry karate scene
1: it makes me really mad and i don't know if i could revisit that the laundry karate scene is is, is <laughs> it's it's so i in a way it's perfect in a way <laughs> it's like it's it's untouchable really like it it exce- it's like exceeds everything this movie all the badness. It's so perfectly. Ca- it's actually the one campy scene that works to me. It's like hilariously comically bad. Like this is how you would demonstrate that you have fighting skills is by drying off wet. Yeah. Laundry. So Alfred asks Dick if he needs Master Dick if he or no tells <laughs> Master Dick like no I'll take care of that and. I sorry tells Dick, dick master. master. <laughs> I mean, if he's supposed to be like a sixteen-year-old boy, he is absolutely a Dick master. <laughs> um. But um, that he'll take care of the laundry. And Robin is like, oh, no worries, Alfred. I got it. And he proceeds to beat the shit out of his laundry and Okay, also, there is a washer and and a a dryer. dryer.
0: Why is he taking his clothes out of the washer and then spinning them around and getting all the water out using karate and then hanging them up to dry? That washer
1: needs maintenance if the spin cycle is leaving that much water on the clothes. Yeah, that's also... Yeah, they should see somebody about that. But also, I think he's just so poor that he doesn't know what a dryer is.
2: (laughs) Oh, this movie. That's poor trapeze
1: folks can't afford a dryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can only dry. We, the only way we can dry is to. Yeah, so he does karate on so. his clothes, makes a huge fucking mess, <laughs> mops it with one mop stroke, and then winks it out for Like he's fucking <laughs> Mr. Incredible. Like. Again, in another context, it's, like, the biggest dick move where he knows that he didn't dry anything up and he's walking away anyways. It's like, this you is got just yourself. Matt when he does dishes.
0: I just want y'all to know that. It's just, like, he walks over to the sink. He's, like, making a big fuss about how he's doing the dishes. Look at how helpful he's being. And he washes two dishes, leaves a huge mess. There's water all over the kitchen. And then he winks at me, like, yeah, I helped do the dishes. I did.
1: know oh, sounds better. <laughs>
0: So I guess the scene... I guess the scene's realistic. It's
1: pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super accurate. It sounds like we... This is the best scene in the movie. Um So montage, montage, montage of plans working very quickly. Uh, and then Robin steals the Batmobile, which is pretty wild uh, in terms of things that Robin could do. Um and in the process, totally cock blocks uh, Batman, who's about to get it in with Nicole yep. Kidman. Um,
0: I also love that he's driving around in the Batmobile windows down or top down or whatever it is. And people, are, he's like, I'm the Batman or whatever. And people are like, ha ha ha, you're a bat Boy!" And I'm like, no, this is the 30 year old man.
1: Okay, first off, why can the Batmobile's like top wings spread out like... Just for this scene. Did did I imagine that? No, that was happening, right? Like the Batmobile is like, like, instead of like the fin on top has like its wings spread out. Anyway, that aside. Yeah. He's trying to pick up chicks in the Batmobile, which is weird. And then proceeds to encounter a impossible number of thugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dios duelos muertos thugs. They're all in brightly colored makeup and they're, they're gonna, I guess, uh, for, they're gonna gang rape a woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty it's, dark. It's, the setup is not lighthearted up. I, I don't, I, I don't. This is a very common thing in superhero movies that's, uh, super fucked up where it's just a series of dudes like hassling a woman. And uh I mean, the implication is just make them be robbing pre- a convenience store or a liquor yeah. store or something like
0: Matt, that wouldn't perpetuate the patriarchy's need to put women down and make them look like weak, weak creatures that could be attacked at any moment.
1: Well, good thing Batman's here. Yeah. 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 So. So, yeah, the, there's the obligatory superhero gang rape scene. Uh But. Robin shows up and beats them all up. And, uh... It's... it's it, Of the fight scenes in the movie, it is probably one of the better fight scenes. The bar is so impossible. You can barely <laughs> call the fight scenes in this movie fight scenes. Like, that's true. there's, like, that's not true. really much that happens in any of the action sequences in this movie. Even the, like, climax of the movie is, like, so unsuspenseful and lame. Like... So yeah, I guess yeah. By your by that standard, this is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, then Batman shows up and scares the rest of them off, and they all go back to their hideout. And he chides him for being a very bad guy. Uh, and it's you know it's whatever. Then we get back to sort of the main plot of the movie where uh, Edward Nigma's throwing a party uh to to celebrate how successful his technology is was launching the new Uh, version yeah
0: yeah what's the timeline
1: decades it's it feels like a while it's a lot of of times like life we've lost yeah like decades
0: yeah (laughs) because it's like how long is he he's launching a new product already how did he get his old one manufactured so quickly
1: that's what I'm saying. The plan works so fast. He's like already one of Gotham City's elite, which is goes to Matt's point, which is they're just trying to do every Batman plot all at once. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's, the
0: romance between Nicole Kidman and Val Kilmer's two personalities goes achingly slow. By, like if it's been years or even let's let's be generous and say he got his manufacturing team to develop this thing and it's been maybe one year since he was working for wayne enterprises it's like all right then nicole kidman and batman have just been like on again off again like having this sexual tension for a full year
1: two things one you describe it as if there's any chemistry between those two there isn't and two it's like her whole growth isn't like a like a lover's triangle between batman bruce wayne and herself it's like i love batman he's so mysterious and he wears the armor too oh bruce wayne's a human therefore i like him better like it's not like there's like some complexity or nuance there it's just like eh, yeah be difficult with all the armor on so <laughs> yeah it's bad they go to this party <laughs> It's bad here, too. (laughs) It's bad here, too. Uh, They they copy Val Kilmer's brain. Then Two-Face shows up. Again, going to Colleen's point about how this movie is just totally incomprehensible and, like... It's just, like, why Why is Two-Face attacking right now? Like, do we need... It's just, like, let's end this scene as fast as possible. Okay, Two-Face attacks. Like, uh, Batman almost gets killed.
0: Just to get Val Kilmer in that room thing, and so they yeah, did it. So, they couldn't that scene have just ended? No, they Two-Face try... Didn't?
1: The movie tries here where it's, like, the Riddler is this big brain guy who's setting up this, like, nuanced plot to get everyone's ideas and gets Bruce Wayne, who he's got, like, hesitations about. And then if it were the Joker instead of Two-Face, like someone chaotic comes in and disrupts it. But really, the movie just used it as like, this scene's over. So I guess Two-Face can come destroy the set piece. Like, it, it just doesn't work. Like, it could work. It c- exactly that. Exactly that. It's, it's just like, it's not it's not competently done in any meaningful way. Anyways, Batman leaves the scene. He gets buried under a bunch of loose gravel of um, this whole But don't worry Dick Grayson's there in his circus outfit to save it. This is maybe the um, worst action sequence of the movie. I guess the like Batmobile chase with the Two-Face walking an RPG across the street is pretty bad too. Yeah. But this one is like so bizarre. Like he chases Two-Face out of the building, Two-Face and his henchmen jump down a hatch, so Batman follows him and then the hatch is a slide. Into a pit that is rigged to explode. And then he rigs his cape to protect him and walks out. And Two-Face is shocked, but then just blows up all the scaffolding. And then Batman falls into the equivalent of quicksand.
0: Yeah, yeah I think he summed yeah, it up pretty
1: loose. well.
2: Just you just guys are letting scrabble? this
1: movie... Like, I know the like exasperation of it. Like oh my god, we can't like go into every single detail, but I think like it is our job to like eviscerate this movie, and I'm disappointed in you guys. I think
0: I'm just overwhelmed with how terrible it was that I just can't get into detail without being forced into a deep depression.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I agree with you, Matt. I the loose gravel is a problem. <laughs> the scaffolding is a problem. I, every part of it is. It's right. He's. His, his cape is flame-proof. It's flame-retarded. Yeah, no, but it's not flame-proof unless he hits a button. <laughs> unless he hits a button. Oh, you gotta hit that special flame-proof There's also, button. like, so many weird fucking bat suit things that happen in this movie that I don't think so we touched on. not justified at all. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I think that we're a little spoiled by, like, Batman Begins and Dark Knight, where it's, like, every new gadget he has is, like, deeply explained in the plot. Yeah. And, like, you... You have to go through it. It's like, yeah, you know, this fucking Batmobile is a goddamn tank. Here you go. This one's like clearly a rubber toy. God damn, this movie is so <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Robin uh, saves him in the fucking circus outfit that everyone would recognize. Yeah. Pulls him out of the loose gravel that easily should have been able to get out of on his yeah. own. <laughs> uh, yes, and then. He goes home and he says, "We're not gonna work together." He does. Uh, Oh, the only. Sorry, Batman does this midnight booty call with Chase as well. Oh, and Chase is. Yeah, Chase says no, but now I love Bruce Wayne. So sorry. Get rid of those bat condoms. (laughs) That would have been a great scene. See, that's how you really. It's like (laughs) where he puts away a little. Condom with the Batman logo on it, two Puts wings it on the, the end. belt. <laughs> yeah, that would have been damn. Good. That would be good. <laughs> That's the same big floppy rubber fin <laughs> that the Batmobile had. <laughs> also, this movie fucking dates itself so bad, we missed this part. But when Nicole Kidman tries to booty call Batman with a bat signal, he says that it's not a beeper. Got to just uh, bring yeah. that up. Oh, also when uh when the two face is sticking though up, he does say cellular telephones. <laughs> he does not say cell phones.
2: <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, the whole he's chase
1: scene is looking on his rear view camera that is like so cutting edge. Yeah, like how was, could a car have
0: this? I just like commented to Mouth like every car has this nowadays. This isn't cool for a Batmobile.
1: Oh yeah, backup cam.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was literally all it was.
1: So yeah, after Batman gets so fucking beat up by in this loose gravel, he just has two bandages on him. And then Robin yeah. is like, oh, who should I be? Bat, Batboy? Nightwing? Which is, I guess, like, supposed to be, like, for comic book fans. Like, oh, look at him. The subtitles that I had on, um, they spelt Nightwing wrong, and that really, that, that upset me <laughs> in a way that... But... I know it doesn't matter to anybody else, but they spelt it knight with a K and wing. Two separate words. Wayne. It's just, yeah. Nightwing. I don't know who, who wrote these. The subtitles were actually very frequently wrong. Um, and just like had different dialogue. Obviously. I mean, that's was, fine was, for this movie. Too. Are you like, that's fine. fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal, but, uh, yeah. Nightwing. Uh, sorry. Fucking <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Robin runs away. Um, after this and bruce invites chase over to the manor to tell her his secret identity uh and also this is uh to your point colleen about how this movie has no timeline and nothing makes sense it's fucking halloween i guess (laughs) like no indication whatsoever until those trick-or-treaters show up. To Does anybody say like, oh, come over to my house to celebrate Halloween? No, no one even mentions it's Halloween. They, and only the only until reason- Until if it's like a brilliant plot device for- For the, the Ridd- Riddler
0: to get up to the house. Exactly. It's so it's dumb. Like they're
1: fucking super villains.
0: It's also like my question. The other thing is like, okay, those kids got up to the door. How? Because Alfred was surprised that the children were there. And at the door, and it's like, you have a gated fucking mansion. And then, like, the Riddler being able to get in and out no problem, it's like, okay, well then, clearly you have some sort of security guard at the gate opening it up for these children, because Alfred knows nothing. Alfred is just just like, like,
1: everyone in an apartment. If their door gets
0: buzzed, they're letting it in. Yeah, (laughs) Maybe, but he wasn't expecting anyone at all. He was like, "Oh, the door!" Oh, so it's like clearly he knew nothing. (laughs) But then, like you have security, so wouldn't they have seen the Riddler out there and been like, "Mm, "I'm not going to open the gate for these guys." Like I can't.
1: Couple things. He's a
0: billionaire. Why does he have? Why does he have such lack security?
1: All right, hold on. He's a a billionaire.
0: Batman.
1: Taking a step back, the Riddler stole. Batman's subconscious and saw a bat, and therefore pieced together that Batman was Bruce Wayne, which seemed totally co- like inconsequential or like coincidental. Rather, like what was Riddler's grand plan? Did he already know Bruce Wayne was Batman? Right. That's the fucked up thing: is that the plan only works if one of because the cause peop- Bruce Wayne happens exactly. to be Batman? So that's problem one. Two. What are these fucking kids doing trick-or-treating at a mansion in the middle of nowhere? They're not optimizing for candy haul. Like, these fucking kids are so dumb.
0: There's no car waiting say- for them at the end of the gate either. So it's Jesus like, okay, how Christ. far are you walking for this candy, you, you dumb go fuck. to
1: the townhomes, like the, the close, like, hey, subdivision to, community. Yeah,
0: you don't go to the remote mansion. Hit
1: those houses off. Well, here's the thing. I appreciate the hustle for a full-sized candy bar. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You know, Alfred's <laughs> got like, 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 like silver dishes. Like you're not putting can't full size candy bars in those. That's what I'm saying, is it looks like Alfred Pennyworth is a fucking He's got like peppermints.
0: Yeah, it seems like Alfred's yeah, the kind of guy that monster. would hand out like uh, like Werther's. The strawberry candies, strawberry that we candies. talked <laughs> about. Yeah. Probably,
1: but yeah, the plan yeah, makes no fucking wrong. sense. I guess it's fine that Bruce Wayne or like that you would think that like some of the elite would have some idea who Batman is, and then you'd figure it out. But then, yeah, the Halloween fucking subtext makes not a goddamn lick of sense. And then the right. fact that the Riddler and Two-Face just crouch down and pretend to be trick-or-treaters with masks on and that fools Alfred. Like, this is where the movie tries to be a comic book come to life and just is just like, it's it's not working, guys. It's so, it's crazy to me because that's not what even comic books were like in the 90s no. right like they, it's trying to be a comic book like a sunday morning card comic book like fucking it's a, it, that's straight up hijinks man yeah that's should we that that should be something out of tom and jerry should we take a minute to talk about like this movie's audacious use of like foley work and like kind of that adam Westy onomatopoeia type stuff because i feel like it comes into full force like from here on out where there's a lot of like slide right. whistles and like explosions making weird noises and like is did i just start noticing it at this point it was happening the whole movie i thought it went off the rails at, at this point i
0: think i tuned it out
1: i think it gets very very jokey after this because i uh, so because the whole last sequence is like a fucking fun house man it doesn't make any sense to me and yeah the foley work is whack as shit uh, and I think you just notice it a little bit less in the beginning of the movie, but here it's out in full force. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do some sort of Yakety sta- Sax style chase sequence around the house. Uh, there is one cool move on this where Batman... Uh, table? Like, yeah, slides across a table into somebody. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, one moment of coolness in this entire fucking film but okay um they run around the house for a while batman gets shot in the fucking head he gets choked, and i feel like we don't acknowledge that and it's like not a big deal but yeah he definitely shoots batman in the head yeah the two big things that happen are batman gets shot in the fucking head but not killed <laughs> not killed thankfully or unthankfully for us and then the riddler destroys the Batcave. But really, ineffectively. No, th- yeah. Ideally, I think the ideal way the scene would have been played out is if the uh, if if Tommy Lee Jones had turned the gun at the camera and uh, shot the cameraman, and then the movie was over. That would have been <laughs> Tommy Lee to Jones me. could have come to my fucking house and shot me, and that would have been <laughs> a better me. end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. About 15 minutes in, Tommy Lee Jones comes in and is like, hey, sorry, I know. And HBO Max here. contractually has to tell me when anyone's streaming this movie, and you are, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, I gotta put you down, I'm sorry. No country. He's in No Country for Old Men, right? He comes in with that gun that Javier Bardem has. Sure. I haven't seen that one. You haven't? Oh man, great movie. Anyway, yeah, the Riddler... We need to talk about the Riddler's destruction of the Batcave scene. Yes, it's bad. Um, it's really... it's So he has a sort of green bat-shaped bombs. Again, because, like, the Joker bleeds into the Riddler as well. And so the Riddler can't really be the Riddler. But, I mean, you know, you cast Jim Carrey for that role. The Tommy Lee Jones is, is really fucking weird because it's Tommy Lee Jones. That's, like, so, so not his vibe. At least with the Riddler, you can say, like, yeah, well, you cast Jim Carrey, you're going to get a Jim Carrey performance. It feels right? like
0: all of the, both of the bad guys were just the Joker.
1: Yeah, besides the fact that the Riddler leaves too four similar. Riddles. They're like- too
0: similar to have in the same movie. Or they're not. The character. sorry, the real characters aren't too similar. It would have been fine. But it's like the direction they went with was just like, yeah, you're both the Joker. Go for it.
1: It's not even just that they're both the Joker. It's just that they have no characterization at all. Like, they just are evil. So, like, even the end sequence, which I know we'll get to, but, like, there isn't any Riddler-ness to it. It's just, like, classic, oh, you're a good guy, you need to make a choice, and therefore that's a dilemma for you. Um, But, like, in the... Like Batman has great villains. Like you could lean into these people being kind of weird and campy, and you have Jim Carrey, like, make it like a weird funhouse riddle thing that he has to deal with. But they would have to think at all while writing this movie, and clearly yeah, that just incapable doesn't work. of doing that. Um, no no this movie was powered by cocaine. But yeah, <laughs> Jim Carrey comes in with these fucking green bat bombs and then individually lobs them at different parts of the bat cave while humping and mm-hmm. then humping yeah you can really see his dick yeah down. a lot but the most e- i could pick jim carrey's dick out of a lot right <laughs> the <laughs> most egregious line, <laughs> god damn it the most egregious line of this whole fucking movie is he plants <laughs> a, a sack of these bombs in the batmobile runs up the stairs the batmobile blows up in a very like Campy explosion with a bunch of flares and fireworks, and then, unless I misheard this, he exclaims "Joygasm!" gasm yes. in a very Jim oh, yeah. Carrey oh, voice. he did. Yeah. Yep. And then that's the end yep. of the sequence. No,
0: you're not misremembering. Joy-gasm. Okay, yeah, good. That's exactly uh, what ex- happened. And I laughed out loud, like in the, the pity laugh again.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that happened. That okay. That's. The- you didn't spike a hundred and four. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't that. drop LSD while simultaneously getting COVID at 105 degree fever and was committed to a psych ward. No, that happened in my reality today. Yeah, that was real I gave up part of my Saturday to witness that. Uh yeah. So a decent portion that. of
0: your Saturday. Two hours. Two hours.
1: Two fucking hours, man. I'm One, gonna watch something. One twelfth of my Saturday just gone. Uh yeah. So <laughs> Bruce Bruce recovered. Oh, uh Chase uh, Nicole the Kidman gets kidnapped. Uh <laughs> it basically doesn't cares? fucking matter. Like No, it doesn't matter at all. Um <laughs> they Val Kilmer recovers from his gunshot wound to the fucking face. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> He's not fighting. only
0: that, but it you was think... barely bleeding. It was like somebody—it was well, they, like my dog scratched his. They forehead. try
1: to make it off like he was grazed, right? Like, like two face miss, right? And just like, which is fine. But that's not but, what uh, it if like. If you got and... grazed by it, if you were grazed by it, you wouldn't get you wouldn't fall down like two flights of fucking stairs. Like yeah,
0: and the the scene yeah. where he gets shot, it it was very clear that he gets shot, not that he gets a bullet grazed yeah. through his forehead. Well, before
1: he recovers, they they show he's not dead because Two Face is about to kill him. Jim Carrey's like, oh, don't fucking kill him. It's fine. We got to leave him this tennis court riddle, which is just like Batman. I don't even remember. It's like some elaborate visual thing. Um. And he recovers instantaneously and is with Alfred trying to solve the riddle. Yeah, and then they do solve the riddle. And it's very dumb. It's that it's Edward Nygma. No, but they solve the riddle. I don't even remember what the vowels is the solve for this one.
0: Okay, the other question I have about this being the first time that they're realizing this is Edward Nygma. Who the fuck is he... He's not going by the riddler when he's in society, when he's throwing that party. Who is he?
1: No, it's just so it's Edward Nigma. It's so obvious that Edward Nigma is the Riddler. Somewhere. Oh, so they
0: know that oh, okay. <sighs> This doesn't make any Edward
1: Nygma runs a business. So they know I mean, that that's guy. Edward
0: Nigma They don't know that that's the Riddler? Yeah, but it's oh like if, it's
1: the same like, well, Bruce well, Wayne is Batman and no one knows, like, I guess. Right, right. This is a universe in which people have no facial recognition. Right, it's like, oh, that guy with like weird, buzzcut, orange-ish hair kind of looks like the Riddler. But no, my problem with this whole thing is like, they set it up like all of these riddles in sequential order are going to make sense. Like the first one is, I forget what the fucking first one is. Then it's a, it's the clock one. Oh yeah. A clock, then a matchstick, then pawns, then uh, vowels. And they set it up like that's going to mean something. And then they're like, oh wait, there's numbers in all the riddles. What are the numbers of the alphabet that match up with this? And it just ends up being Mr. E. It's
0: yeah. like, I also like that Alfred just immediately was like, oh yeah, number? That's X letter. And I was like, well,
1: 13 is obviously M because it's the middle, perfectly balanced. Um, but
0: other than that, you couldn't name one of them. No, I'd
1: be like A, B, you, C. A, B. B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like would when you a watch like, a comedy show or that something. That would fit in this movie's <laughs> aesthetic like that would actually be good and they didn't do that
0: it's like when you watch like a show and they're like the officer like pulled someone over and it's like say your abc's backwards otherwise you're drunk and i'm like i could literally not do that sober but this is one of those things where i'm like i couldn't do this but it,
1: it it bothers me so fucking much that the riddles don't have a payoff and there's just like a workaround that they're just like yeah it's 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 fucking Jim Carrey. And like,
0: what did it even matter that the Riddler was Edward Nigma at this point, other than like the mind control bullshit? But like, it was Bruce already? Well, saw see,
1: once they once they knew it was Edward Nigma, they knew to go to Edward Nigma's spooky, yeah, green glowing green island where yeah. all the brainwaves are going did towards the giant they? question mark.
0: Do they know? How did he buy? He was just like an employee at a factory. How did he buy an island? I just. No, the they stole line, all the
1: diamonds. The timeline. The montage. We covered oh, it. God. Yeah, yeah, the montage he used to subsidize his business. His business was a huge success, so he was able to buy an island. Well, it all checks out. Yeah, funny. I don't know, know why you're taking such uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a stance against this part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, this, is, this all makes a hundred percent. This is screenwriting 101. This is the classic. This is what we call the hero's journey. Comedy. <laughs> but like, the Riddler like, again, as someone who's just like in it for the fun of it. And Jim Carrey is a good fit, I think, for someone who is just like playing mind games and coming up with like absurd, j- like riddles and like mind games and stuff like that. And it's just like, nah, this movie's not smart enough for it. People in the 90s aren't smart enough for it. Give it up we're done yeah it's truly it's 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 just like it's all out the window for this last scene uh so so both of them suit up batman and robin suits up batman's new suit doesn't have nipples robin's suit does have nipples Mm -hmm. interesting another thing i want to point out it's like how is the riddler so bad at destruction that he's just like this one room has got to be it and doesn't go into the one other room that has the bat wing and the bat boat, I presume it's called? Sure, yeah. Yeah, he he didn't bring enough bat grenades. Well, so he left like 18 of all. them in the jet-powered Batmobile. I think that only needed one. Right. Luckily, he only broke the one vehicle that they wouldn't need. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, oh, it's an island. Oh, good thing he didn't break the bat <laughs> boat. Also, the fucking means of transportation are inconsequential because they both don't last fourteen seconds of this like no fucking just...
0: battleship scene.
1: Oh yeah, this How is long... this is when the movie's just completely given up. How
0: long did they spend setting up for this battleship game where their board game would essentially set off real life bombs?
1: Yeah, see, that seems like something the game master would do. See that he, he picked his aesthetic, and then he switched it. Also, up. it makes they aren't even playing the game right because they keep saying hit when they're not getting hits. Yeah. Goddamn. Doesn't make any In sense. Yeah. They okay. Bat Robin gets a fucking rubber Batman suit, and then he's like, "Oh, who's your tailor?" And then Alfred's like, "Who me?" <laughs> and then they fucking <laughs> see <laughs> and it's <laughs> Slowly zooms in on his face while he looks at the camera. Who <laughs> be? And then they. Who fucking, else but Alfred? <laughs> they fucking siege Edward Enigma's totally cool island. Totally chill, not so, sucking up all your brain waste. So bad. Yeah, so yeah. Bat, Batman takes the Batwing and then Robin takes the bat boat or bat submarine. Immediately fails, gets blown out of the water, and then. Instead of just setting off more mines to kill him, they send henchmen in scuba suits. Yeah, underwater goons. Yeah, because this is a video right, game. Right, <laughs> right, right. And then he also shoots a mind laser at the Batwing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This device that's powered purely by brain waves can also shoot. And immediately destroys Batman's eyes. vehicles. Yeah. And that should be it. Totally. Like, if you can't get to the island, you've lost. Yeah, no. But luckily, those rubber suits, great for swimming. So they yeah, swim so Batman absolutely drowns, like, 18 henchmen, which should be against his code. Yeah. Because he, like, traps them in a net, and it's like, you would drown. Yeah. Oh, no, they, they attach them to a buoy. Yeah, but they're, they're like... They have a scene where they're all, like, coming up for air. It's like, some of those would drown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they'll be fine. It's not like eventually they'd get tired. Right. And And then they land on the island, which is very menacingly all metal. Right? Doesn't Robin say that? I, that is almost a callback to, like, the old Adam West Batman, where he would always be like, holy, such and such Batman. And so he's like, holy rusted metal. And he's like, no, see, it's... it's oh, rusted yeah. Metal I, I forgot that's it. the delivery. And that's what they're trying to do. It doesn't yeah, work. But, it, uh, it, it, it doesn't work at just all. Misses. It's really bad. It's like such a such a whiff. Uh, uh, and then the island uh, splits in half. And r- part of it raises up with Robin on it to sort of... Uh, just as a plot contrivance so that Robin can be separate from yeah. Batman. And then somehow Two-Face uh, comes outside.
0: That's the other thing. How long have they had? How long is this plot of this movie? Because how they would have had to build this island. Have you
1: ever constructed an island?
0: You know, I haven't, but I imagine. So how do you know
1: the timelines? It
0: took us a year and a half to get our house made. I would imagine that an island would take more.
1: Probably a year and a half then. Yeah, it's probably it. Year and a half. You know, it's it's about your (laughs) contractor, Colleen. Really, at the end of the day, it's about your contract, and you know, you had a good. You get get a good contractor, a good loyal contractor. You get that shit done in like six months. It's just like fucking like, okay. Batman and Robin (laughs) get separated. Two-Face comes out, tries to kill Robin. Robin kicks him off the island tower thing. And Two-Face is about to fall to his death and Robin saves him. And then Two-Face pulls another gun and takes Robin hostage. And it's like, that's the setup? Just let him get captured when he's underwater. Yeah, be fine.
0: Just well, they, they have to show that Robin was a good guy.
1: They fucking kill Two-Face anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the movie, and
0: they definitely,
1: they definitely let him they die. Don't, like, don't fucking tell no me they to, he fucking <laughs> smiles. Like, he's—they he, might as well show him just go half chub as Two Face falls <laughs> into the fucking pit. Like, God, don't tell me, Matt. I just want to say in the canon of the film. He could very well be half chub. <laughs> that rubber suit is gonna really mask sure. any, any sort of chub. The in. rubber there will really diminish, dampen anything there, so. Yeah, yeah, it's a, ch- a chub dampener. Uh, the bat chub dampener, <laughs> actually. Technical term. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's totally... The, it, it's, it, the whole, like, character arc of him, like, letting Two-Face live is totally ruined the second he revels in Two-Face's Exactly. Death. Like, again, it could work. <laughs> You could have this like moment where they both end up behind bars and, you know, Dick grows. All right. Yeah. Dick grows. I already made the half chub joke, but like, um, yeah. Where it's like, okay, he's like moving on from vengeance, but it's like, no, they just kill him. Yeah. Um, yeah. a, a-, a- new feel free to carry us to the end here because it- it's your, okay, it's your yes. week. Uh, yeah, it's fucking awful, is what it is. Uh, so they, yeah. Robin gets kidnapped. Batman survives a pit trap of sorts. Uh, this is where I fell asleep. Uh, I fell asleep while he was climbing up. You, and, you and fell and asleep I, I when he asleep. activates the bat boots and kicks the crusher off its rails? Right after that. And I slept for about, like, 5 five, ten minutes. Uh, and I had to rewind. So I, I woke back up when he dropped Nicole Kidman and... and Robin, and I had to You basically didn't miss Robin. anything. Yep. No, I didn't miss very much at all. It's just it's just how not compelling this end scene was. It's that my body was just like, you just take it I was not asleep. I was, like, not... I was
0: awake for it, but I've been uh, putting all of my embroidery thread onto like little plastic bobbins, and this was around the, eh, maybe, maybe ten minutes before I was in the movie was the time where I was like, yeah, I'm done watching this movie, now I'll just continue listening to it.
1: Being asleep would have been more productive than yeah. finishing the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they are trapped. He gets up to the top of his pit trap, which he defeats with his rocket boots. Uh briefly, briefly, he is Iron Man, but not for very long. <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> Iron. Or it's like Rocket Heels. Like he, <laughs> Rocket Heels. Yeah, it's like so absurd. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He Rocket Heels out of there. Then, um he gets to the top of the pit and the riddler's like oh here's your the riddler he the riddler had just recently seen the first spider-man movie so he's like yeah here's your love and here is robin <laughs> choose between batman and, and your an
0: love and an orphan life.
1: that you've known for like 7 days or half a year depending on how the timeline works
0: i'm yeah. guessing it's been at least a decade
1: <laughs> yeah all I'm saying is you'd pick the Yeah, obviously. He'd be like, all right, her, goddamn. kill him, whatever. See you, Ridley. Yeah. Because, like... Peace. Again, and this is, I think, just a failing of 90s movies, 80s movies. It's like, the movie has done nothing to establish Batman as someone with any sort of nuance or, like, multifacetedness. So... Him having to make a difficult choice doesn't matter because he is nothing in this movie. Like he could say, "Kill yep. them both," and I wouldn't think anything of it. Yep, kill them both. I want to fuck you, Riddler. <laughs> Look at you in that white jumpsuit. And that'd be more progressive th- than any. Yeah. Um, brief aside, brief Riddler aside, just to, to talk about something over the course of this movie. As we talked about earlier, the Riddler has multiple costume changes throughout this movie. They get more and more skin tight. The last costume is full sequins, white and green, question marks all over the place. The first costume is the best and only good costume. When he's wearing, like, the suit jacket with question yeah, marks Yeah, and on the it. bowler cap. Yeah. What they is should, the red hair? Why did
0: they have to make more costumes? That should have been exactly.
1: it. Exactly. And that's why I don't understand his, like, last audacious, like... They invert it, and it's wait, white wait, wait, wait. and green.
0: Okay, wait, wait, wait. For Halloween, next year, hopefully COVID's under control. Can we all hang out? And can we all wear a different Riddler outfit? <laughs> we could
1: all be Riddlers from this movie and be in different costumes. I, one, I also don't yeah. have the confidence to wear anything but I the call, first Riddler. No,
0: no, no. No, no, no. I call the, the white sequined one. Yeah,
1: okay. Sure. Yeah, I can't be Batcave Riddler, though, Colleen. I, I mean, I'm gonna have to stuff. Up, yeah, exactly. If, if it's anything below 65 out, I don't have the confidence for for back like yeah, No, thank you. Uh, like, I I know myself. Uh, I'm not pulling off a skin tight jumpsuit covered in question marks unless there's a big question mark right. You'll never know. Um, You'll never. But know. But yeah, this movie sets it up like question mark of all. <laughs> god like it's like this huge fucking moral dilemma like if you're gonna save smoke show nicole kidman or 35 year old playing a 14 year old
0: it's also so dumb because you know he's gonna save them both like let's just fucking get over this yeah there's no suspense in this movie
1: at all and then yeah go ahead oh he blows up the mind control receipt or the mind which just looks like a big fucking chandelier like no right nowhere earlier in the movie do they like give you that like Chekhov's gun exactly. of like and they they do this thing so earlier they say the prototype sonar bat yes ring. and then he drops these little things in front of his eyes and throws the battering, but it doesn't really affect anything at no, all no you think I don't understand when he said that and then he throws the thing and blows out the light I thought it's gonna go pitch black Yep. And then he's going to do some move to get the Riddler or something like that.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for, for right. literally that moment. Doesn't
1: fucking happen. And the, and the reason you thought that was going to happen is because that is exactly what happens in a competent Batman film. The I Dark know, Knight. it is exactly that is exactly, exactly what happens. I couldn't help but think like, wait, this movie has way more in common with The Dark Knight than <laughs> I want it to. To the point where I think Christopher, like... This is not what happened, right? But allow me to pitch you sort of my fanfic of reality. That Christopher Nolan, in his research for making The Dark Knight and Batman Begins and all these other movies, was like, what if I just proved that I could do all this shit but actually good? (laughs) You wouldn't be wrong. (laughs) Like, he has the cartoon bomb in Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) He has the sonar shit in this movie. He has all the dumb gadgets, but they actually make sense in his movies. Like... I would fucking. He even it. lets the main villain of the first movie die, and he justifies it to make it fit within Batman's moral code. And that's something that happens in this movie too. But it's just Batman fucking does kill. Two no, fans. he does kill. I'm him. Sorry, like when like, Batman begins, yeah. he's like, "I'm not going to save you." Like that's his whole payoff. Like he doesn't have to make a choice all of the time. In this movie, he does fucking kill him. He's like, hey, look at these yeah. shiny things. And Two-Face is so overwhelmed by ten coins in the air that he dies. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. So, yes, uh, Batman s- overwhelms the Riddler's mind, jumps down the pit, saves Nicole Kidman and Robin uh, at the same time. It's great. Hurrah. Climbs back up the pit. Riddler, sorry, Two-Face pulls a gun on him uh batman dazzles him with coins and lets him fall to his death 100 just kills him yeah and then wow. robin gives the half smile like oh it's finally over and then the movie tries to give us like some payoff for two-face where a coin lands in his hand like he would have ch- still killed batman because it was it was heads up and it's like who cares yeah who cares uh, and then they see the Riddler and he's, his face is all fucked up. I actually thought the facial prosthesis looked okay. Yeah. He like, it, there was like a weird, it, I don't know. It looked good. Just like, I kept thinking to myself, like, I don't think Jim Carrey's performance is awful. It's just clear that he wasn't, he didn't receive any direction. So he was allowed to go full Jim Carrey. Yeah. And, and I think if you had a director who was just like, making him be more sinister throughout the movie and take away some of the dumb shit like joygasm. You could have made him into a, a relatively good. Villain. Yeah. No, I, I think, I, I think he is a good choice as the Riddler. I think he's honestly fine in this movie. I think the challenge is it's peak Jim Carrey era. So you have to just expect this to be like Jim Carrey as he is in Ace Ventura or dumb and dumber or whatever. Like, It's going to just be that character in a Batman skin. And that's where it doesn't work. But I'm saying if you take Tim Burton and you Burtonize this performance, it would come off as very sinister and weird. Whereas if you Schumacher this performance, Joel Schumacher, who made this movie fucking hunk of junk that we call a movie. <laughs> Quote,
0: unquote, movie. <laughs> it's garbage.
1: It's it's terrible. And then Tommy Lee, there's nothing salvageable about Two-Face. Like, I think there is a context in which Jim Carrey's Riddler is actually Agreed. okay. There's nothing shall- salvageable about Two-Face. There's nothing sal- salvageable about Val Kilmer. I think his whole performance is Garbo. Uh, Nicole Kidman uh, sets the feminist movement back 20 years in this yep. movie. <laughs> uh that she's a terrible psychiatrist. Uh, I think that kid, maybe that grown man, sorry, not a kid, could have been a good robber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's inoffensive. <laughs> inoffensive, but, yes, I think yeah, that's the best I, way to put it. It's just a total miss of a movie on all fronts. And maybe with just the Riddler, it could have been okay. One thing I do want to add is I, I was just skimming the Wikipedia that people were panning this movie, but people praised. Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey's performance is like what about Tommy Lee Jones performance is there to praise like he just like well I'll say I will say he is acting in the movie it's not a good like character and it's written very poorly and all that shit but like he is playing no he character. leans into it that I I won't disagree yeah. with that and he kind of like falls into like this characterization of two-face but like god who watches this movie and is like yeah tommy lee jones is the 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 bright spot of this right well it's like when your main character is a stucco ceiling and your love interest is the word boobs written on a calculator tommy lee jones seems pretty that's true i'll take boobs written on a calculator like nicole kidman (laughs) is probably like my takeaway from this movie is like yeah reductive but <laughs> fair fair uh yeah so the movie ends um with sorry uh, yeah, edward enigma's insane now and he claims that he is the batman uh again then a more competent movie setting up for like an mcu type thing actually pays this forward where he knows that bruce wayne is the batman this is what fucking spider-man did in this most recent movie right like sets it up that they're going to reveal who he is and then he has to grapple with that crisis of having his identity revealed but this movie is just like oh he's a crazy person and he can turn his jumpsuit into a bat type thing so he is the batman yeah which is crazy and wrong and bad but it's fine and then uh Batman sees Chase one last time. Uh, she says she'll keep a secret. And then there's a silhouette of Batman and run- Robin running towards the screen. Uh, Don't even remember that as the ending.
0: That's and, the then, end the um, yeah. and then the torture was over. Yeah.
1: And then it was we over. should watch. Uh, this may need to just be a Batman forever and Batman and Robin Rewatch podcasts similar to "Death to Us Blart," where we just watch this. Oh, you mean so "Death Do Us to Us Blart"? Till "Death to Us Blart" is based on the worst idea of all time, which is literally. Two guys watch the same movie every week for an entire yep. year. Yep. So we d- we uh, just continue. We just I'm do sorry. Batman and Robin then, next week, and then go back to Batman no, Forever. No, no. The pandemic. Well, because then the podcast could just be called Batman. Yeah. Forever. Exactly. That's a good podcast. <laughs> name.
0: The, no, no, no. The pandemic's <laughs> making us too sad. I think I would actually commit suicide if you forced me to watch these two movies every week.
1: Well, you haven't seen Batman and Robin.
0: It's if it's worse than this one. It's the yeah. same director. Yeah.
1: Does that does that instill you with confidence? I I I'm gonna lay out a comment here, and it'll it, it we'll just have to wait until we do Batman and Robin inevitably, uh maybe before the Batman, who knows? But uh, I think Batman and Robin may be better than this movie. It not by much. It has a lower Rotten Tomato score, but I'm thinking that. Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance as Mr. Freeze is so cheesy that it might be kind of entertaining. You, That's my you are misremembering theory. too much of that movie to make that logical jump. And I did watch a supercut of all of the ice puns recently, <laughs> and I thought those were pretty good. There are a lot of them. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy, and it's problematic, if I remember correctly, and... The movie is bad. George Clooney as Batman is also bad. So, Not a good choice. A very yeah. bad choice. I know there's a Bat credit card during the movie as well. So, I, And you I, think this movie I, may I be get... better? I, I think it may. When's, I don't know. Uh, there's only one way to find the out. the new
0: Batman movie coming out?
1: Not until 2022. So Thank God. Okay,
0: well, we'll do, we'll so we'll do, do this the one next, tomorrow. We'll do the really bad one right before it, and then we'll compare Apples and oranges, once again.
1: I mean, we're we're talking like we're done talking about this movie, but we still have our rating and our like final thoughts right. on the movie.
0: Final thoughts on the movie. It's absolute fucking Oh, I'm sorry, Colleen. Uh did you pick Batman? Oh God. I'm just trying to wrap us up. We're 140 no, into this, this podcast. This episode's
1: not over yet. <laughs> okay? We still have the end bit left. So, before we get to our final thoughts, guys, I just wanted to see, you know, if you had to write the sequel to this movie, what would it be about?
0: Uh,
1: And I'll I'll say you, you can pick the style in which it's done, like... Let's say you have to make a good sequel to this movie, but it has to respect everything that's established in this all right, movie. All right, all right. I'm making a thriller where after Nicole Kidman's abduction, she has been indo- indoctrinated by the Riddler's like IQ machine siphoning thing so he has been transferring his knowledge to her to make a female riddler fembot type situation who is going like called the diddler undercover to to demolish the batman okay colleen ideas
0: it would just be a. It would just be a whole movie of Two Face just slowly sinking to the bottom of the ocean. The
1: hand that like slides down, but just like <laughs> like, like a million frames per minute. It's just, sort of two, minute. Hours or it's just two
0: hours of that, and it's better than this movie.
1: <laughs> slowly decaying corpse. Okay, I like that. Uh, mine's a horror movie where uh, where Jim Carrey's Riddler escapes and is pretending to be the batman but killing people in as, as the batman so he's a murderous batman and he keeps saying i'm the batman um, and he's leaving various clues to that and then eventually they realize that it is the riddler who's escaped and is doing that and it's not some sort of copycat and it's done in the style of uh fucking moulin rouge who cares i don't know <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah know. it's a musical <laughs> number It's a musical. Yeah, it's a horror musical. It's a a horror musical. I'd be down as long as Nicole Kidman's in it again. Yeah.
0: God, this just makes me want to watch Moulin Rouge.
1: That's a weird takeaway from this movie. It'd be a way better choice than today's choice. (laughs) Guys, uh, final thoughts. Uh, How many Spongebobs is Batman forever?
0: Can you go into the negatives or
1: no that that okay, upends no, the scale not, you'll fuck everything up because then next week will also have to be negative if you like the next thing
0: all right for the next 20 years of my life if someone said today you can watch spongebob or you can watch batman forever i would every single day for 20 years choose spongebob uh so what's an equivalent number for that
1: I just want to say that's false because I know at some point you'd forget enough of this movie that your morbid curiosity would take over Mm. and you'd be like,
0: you know what? No, because now we have it forever documented in a podcast. So if I were ever like, maybe today's the day I watch Batman Forever, I could listen to us trash talk it.
1: There's no way you're going to listen to an hour and 40 minute podcast to make this You could watch the movie in this time.
0: Could you? Because the movie was two hours long. Thank you.
1: So you're gonna be like, wait, let me watch, yeah. let me listen to the hour and fifty some odd minute. Podcast. Yeah, and then
0: I will watch a ten minute SpongeBob episode and feel good again.
1: All right, that's true. I
0: stand by my statement. What's the scale that I'm supposed to do? I give it how many?
1: How many SpongeBob's? Oh, how many SpongeBob's? Point zero zero
0: zero 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 one SpongeBob's. I lost count.
1: I think mean, that's one, you're close to one billionth of a Spongebob.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. I hated it, Matt. I never want to see this movie ever again. And the idea of having to watch Batman and Robin is bringing me extreme anxiety already, even though we're still two years away.
1: Saying two years away is pretty definitive. I think we're like <laughs> a couple of weeks. Like, how long till we get back to to a new yeah, you don't know when I'm gonna pick Batman and Robin. That's just a little bullet I have in the chamber.
0: I'm just hoping that you save it for when it's culturally relevant, and the new Batman movie comes out.
1: He doesn't have to do that. Hey, there's a there's a lot of Batman shit that I'm nostalgic about. I can save any of those for. Before I'm just gonna Batman choose the, the Batman out. mugs from uh, McDonald's. Those <laughs> we're gonna have to find those and review those. Um, it's a competently made mug. I I, I have to give this like one ten millionth of a spongebob so like (laughs) close to or one decimal point away from from colleen's assessment where i thought this was going to be like fine in a way like just kind of over the top but forgettable and fun and stupid and it was so bad at every step Like, every single thing was wrong about this movie, and it was kind of inexcusable and tough to watch and not fun.
0: Well, okay. So, like, if we're comparing, you know, like, a really bad movie to another really bad movie, I – it's, like, The Room is, like, a movie that tried to be good, right? But it was terrible. Mm -hmm. But it's so bad that it's funny. This did not – get yeah this is not so
1: bad it's funny it's just so bad it's just so bad also this is proof of how you can waste a 100 million dollars yeah i mean they made 366 million dollars i i still just culturally this is a waste of 100 million dollars sorry 336 jesus fucking christ people are dumb i mean we watch it and streamed it so we're contributing to that but
0: was there a single person of color in this movie
1: uh, the mayor's black. Uh, half of Tommy Lee Jones.
0: <laughs> That's of a better
1: Lee bit, Jones but the mayor friends. is black. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That's bad.
1: I mean, this is the time. Friends is all white people as friends. and
0: Yeah, friends is problematic as no, well. No, I'm
1: not. I'm just saying it's like, don't, don't blame Batman. <laughs> don't pin their failings on the, the lack of diversity of the cast. Batman Batman Forever has a uh, more surface level issues. Yeah, yeah. I, if anything, controversial statement. This movie is more problematic than just racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Did you give it a number? Uh, one ten millionth of <laughs> a SpongeBob. Okay, I'm gonna give it one hundred million. Yeah. Okay. Of, uh, yeah, just just one order of zero higher, cause uh, yeah, oh, fuck this movie. It's <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. I just love Batman so much that this movie is just it's like highly it's barely a Batman me. movie.
0: Yeah, it's barely a Batman. Val movie. Kilmer is Val- so fucking bad as Batman. He has absolutely no personality whatsoever. Like it is wild to me that a human being can act that robotic and terrible.
1: Yeah, it really puts it to perspective when people were shitting all over Robert Pattinson for getting the Batman role. And I'm like, y'all don't remember your history, man. Like, Robert Pattinson is a good actor. And he, he, I'm sure he'll do fine with the performance. Even Ben Affleck is not the... Some people say, like, Ben Affleck is the worst Batman. And Batman v. Superman is a Garbo movie. And and we could discuss that when that becomes nostalgic. But, uh... (laughs) he's not as bad as fucking. this val is like Gilmore actually a bad much. movie like it's true it's true from bad. from like a like high on your horse nerd perspective you could have criticism about like who's cast and like what direction you want to see batman go this is a bad fucking movie and val Kilmer is bad as batman yeah
0: Maybe it also doesn't help that I have n- absolutely no nostalgia for this movie. It
1: didn't help, even knowing that I've watched this as a kid. I've given up four hours of my day between watching this movie and recording this podcast, and I'm mad about it. So
0: okay, I feel better then, because I'm also mad about it.
1: Well, if you guys feel bad about it, then I feel like this was a very successful. Yeah, thing exactly. You've you've succeeded again, Anu.
0: You've outdone yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well i'll have to dig a little deeper oh God damn. <laughs> find out how far Fuck. we can it's the go. sequel to this movie to, you know, I, gu- I guarantee I'll it's do... the sequel to this movie it might be it might be i'll have to do some mining on disney plus disney has some real clunkers out there maybe some direct video sequels oh, did we man. do brink i i we I... did brink didn't we <laughs>
0: No, no, no. We watched Break. We oh, did that, not do there it. There you yet. go,
1: New There's your layout.
0: No, I was just I don't know how it came into my head, but I think it's when we were talking about like the nineties like fever dream uh aesthetic that a lot of movies had. Um did you guys ever see a troll in Central Park?
1: Nope.
0: It's I might make you do it. Because I think it would be worse than this movie. I looked it up. I got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. um, Or maybe it was 14%. But it's a cartoon. But it's absolutely a fever dream. Like absolute garbage. And I used to watch it all the time as a kid. (sighs) Maybe that's my choice to torture y'all.
1: Well, while we contemplate our eventual suicide, let's let's wrap this episode <laughs> up, Joe. Yeah, I think it's time. Give us an outro, Anu. New... Any last thoughts? Uh, you know, let's just be glad that Batman Forever did not last forever, and eventually they did make good Batman movies. Thank God. There's a lot of them out there. Go watch those <laughs> on HBO Max. This episode was brought to you by HBO Max. <laughs> I don't know the CEO of AT and T, Time Warner, but If you're listening, forget Jeff Bezos. We're all in on you. This episode could be brought to you by HBO Max. (laughs) Depends. We'll see. Or HBO Max is a hunk of garbage. I'm willing to be (laughs) bought. My allegiances are not sold yet. Yeah. Thanks for listening to everything you remember sucks and riddle me this who stole Christmas and we'll see you next week.